0: Borderland Training Bites, the official podcast for the Borderland Training lifestyle in fifteen minutes or less. With today's host, Nathan Wagar, talking about a model is not the same as reality. Hey, this is Borderland Training Bites, the official podcast for Borderland Training. I'll be your host for today, Nathan Wagar. What is a model? This is going to be discussing some fairly technical concepts, but I'm going to try to present it in a way that will explain everything more clearly, as well as avoiding any potential confusion. So first, we're going to talk about what a model is. A model is the study of a given complex adaptive system. We're going to refer to a complex adaptive system, or any other system for that matter, as a CAS, C-A-S, from now on, just to avoid any confusion, because when I use the word system, I'm going to refer to an actual combative system. Now, a model is when you take a desired system of study, which is you choose the variables that you consider to be important in the real world, and then you're going to abstract or take away the variables that are changeable. Now, we're going to refer to this abstract model as a model of inquiry, and then we're going to refer to a solution as a practical model. So, to use a quick example, we noticed that if you flick a quarter or you throw a ball into space, that eventually outside forces are going to act upon it and it is going to stop moving. So, we take those outside forces into account, along with the ball or whatever it is that is in motion, and we abstract away. We take those variables. Away, and we come up with what? We come up with the law of inertia. Now, it's important to draw a distinction between the model of inquiry and the practical model. So, the model of inquiry is the system as you experienced it, and then you abstract those ideas away. And then the practical model is you're going to come up with an abstract principle as a solution to that, and that would be the law of inertia. And this distinction is important because what you need to take away from this is that the model is not reality. In reality, which is itself a CAS, there are too many variables to consider all at once. So the way that we learn is that we consider only a few variables at a time. We take a given system into account, we form a template in the abstract, and then we go through life and apply that template and use it as a lens to take in more information. If that information can be integrated, then we integrate it. And if it can't, then we have to revise the template. The law of inertia, for instance, is a model that does not, to our knowledge, exist in reality. Why? Because in the real world, in the CAS, there is no evidence that a frictionless surface actually exists. And yet we have the model that helps explain it. And this is rife in the scientific community. We use models to explain things. And the model is regarded as true, the more that we can incorporate it into the template. But that does not mean that the model is reality. A lot of people make this mistake, and this is going to become really important when we start evaluating things in the protection industry. Now, the practical models are our understanding of the best way to approach the model of inquiry. And the outworking of those practical models can be seen in systems like boxing, mixed martial arts, traditional martial arts combat shooting, and in any number of other systems that are out there being taught. Knowing these distinctions allows us to evaluate a practical model and its system and come up with quite a bit of information. It can also tell us how much practical testing and reintegration the person has done after they came up with that model or system. It can enable us to look at a given practical model and determine if it is being misapplied to a given set of variables. And finally, it can let us evaluate a practical model and its system and determine whether or not a given technique to that system is actually organic to the system or if it was merely tacked on from another set of variables. In short, by looking at the practical model that lies behind an instructor's system, you can know not only about his system, but you can know whether he understands his material and how much testing and integration he's actually done. And how is this possible? Well, let's take a look at. A model of inquiry such as grappling. Grappling in the abstract sense has certain rules and a given competition, whether IBJJF or Naga or any one of the other competitions, results in a practical model to deal with that CAS model of inquiry. Nogi tournaments will result in system approaches that can uh, reap the knee for leg locks, for instance, whereas IBJJF doesn't allow for that. And so the systems will be similar. Because they're both looking at a somewhat similar model of inquiry, but the practical model will be different because a few of the key variables are different. And this is all good so far, because as we stated before, reality is too complex to take in all at once. So what we do is we have to modulize our training approach. Now let's take this same grappler from one of these uh, systems of inquiry, these models of inquiry, and let's say that he incorporates knife defense. If we look at that knife defense and it, say, leaves you open to strikes, we can tell that that instructor does not understand the material. Why? Because he hasn't re-pressure tested his material and then integrated it in a way that it actually is organic to his grappling system. That means that he probably got that material from somebody else and tacked it on rather than working through the material so it's foundational to his self-defense approach. The whole point of having a practical model is to be able to apply it to an ever-increasing number of variables and slowly integrating this new material. If it doesn't fit your practical model, then you have to abandon that model and work one from the ground up. And this process involves stripping away or abstracting away as many variables as possible until you have the necessary ones in context. So a grappling system that was developed in the IBJJF, namely the current form of sport jiu-jitsu, It would have to be abstracted away and include the variables of knives, so you would have to have training knives in the IBJJF in order to truly say that those techniques are effective against a knife. If not, then you're just assuming. Now, here's something to think about. If I am taking a grappling system, such as competition jiu-jitsu, sport jiu-jitsu from a given paradigm, and I add in a knife defense to make it street effective, or I add in boxing to make it effective against strikes, but then I continue to only compete in IBJJF tournaments using only IBJJF techniques, can that model then be applied confidently to street considerations? And the answer is no. That is a case of accepting the practical model, but then mistaking the model for reality. Especially for something like a culminating event, like a competition or something like that, you have to include some of those broader, pertinent variables, or you really don't have any more knowledge about whether your stuff is going to work in a fight or whether it actually fits than does the Chinese guy that uh, is learning mak. It's really a category error, and it's, it's slate of hand. It's a conceptual slate of hand. Because you are proving your dominance within a given arena, the dominance of your practical model of your system, You're adding something that's supposedly for other variables, but you're never actually employing it. You keep using that original system. So that new information is never actually tested. It's never actually reintegrated. It's not much different from certain other systems where they do some sparring, but their actual techniques that they teach in the forums have nothing to do with the techniques that they use in the sparring. And in fact, they never pop up in the competition sparring. In that case, one set of techniques, the ones that are used in sparring, that model is being misapplied to other variables. And then those variables get a pass. And that can work both ways. You could take some kind of traditional martial art and tack on stuff that does work and use that stuff to pass off your original traditional martial art. So that can work both ways, that misapplication of models. Now, yes, I realize that keeping in mind too many variables even for a competition is dangerous. Force on force, for instance, it has limits. We have to segregate our training to an extent because it's just not safe to do otherwise. You can ask anybody and there's a reason why a kickboxer is usually trained clinch and stand up and things like that separately in some fashion. It's because when you train with all the variables like mixed martial arts or full-blown kickboxing, that's where the injuries happen. And your game has to be so simplified to deal with those variables that you never actually develop any of the individual skill sets. So that is a legitimate issue. However, there are some things that need to be taken into account. Weapons, strikes, grappling, the classics. What tends to happen then is the techniques that you don't really use because you're not expanding your system of study, they get dropped to the side. So those knife defense techniques will get taught but you'll never really use them or understand them or be able to pull them off live because you're never going to compete in a place that actually uses them. It'd be the same if you wanted to add boxing to your jiu-jitsu, but you continue to only compete in jiu-jitsu tournaments. Well, are we really going to uh, think that you know mixed martial arts and that you do well within that context just because you tacked on the boxing? No, you wouldn't. Now, this becomes even more dangerous when you start adding to your system. So you don't really understand half of the material. And now you're starting to develop more material, more practical models, expanding your practical model, but still using the same model of inquiry. This is not how knowledge works. We need to reintegrate all of that on a foundational level. So at some point, your new material needs to be tested in force on force with expanded variables. The best way to do that is a topic of debate. And that debate should be had. But it does need to be had. Otherwise, we're just perpetuating more error. So those are my thoughts on the issue. As always, if you have any questions, email me by going to the website, finding the contact info, borderlandtraining.net. Until then, test and forge yourself through adversity and achieve mastery.